Welcome to Gracefield Grit. I'm your host, Lana Stenner, and we are chatting all about growing your faith, family, and the backyard farm. Here at the Gracefield Homestead, we are having honest, hard, and authentic conversations with some amazing guests about getting back to the basics and what's important in life. We are not for everyone, and we don't clean up our conversations, so you will get the unedited chat. Each episode, you can expect practical tips and encouragement. I am so honored to have you join us today, so grab a cup of coffee and let's do this thing. This podcast is brought to you by the Backyard Farm Academy. Have you dreamed of fresh eggs every morning and adding chickens to your yard? Do you want a flourishing garden and fruit trees to be more self-sufficient or even honey from your own beehives? Join the Backyard Farm Academy, where we will simplify all the steps in our online training sessions that you can complete at your own pace. Go to lannacenter.com backslash academy for more information and to grab your spot. Let's get busy building your backyard farm. Hey friends, welcome to the Gracefield Grit Podcast. Today's episode is called Slow Living, How to Stop the Hustle. If you've been around for a while, you know one of my favorite phrases is slow living, chasing fast goats. It's even on the back cover of my Gracefield Homestead book. You also know that whenever I'm sharing here or online, social media, or even in our Friday Favorites Joy email, I share what is near to my heart, what I'm passionate about, or even struggling with. In this episode, we will address how to stop hustling and add balance and contentment to your life. You've probably heard me giggle a bit about the slow living or simple living phrases. If you're not intentionally seeking out this lifestyle, those phrases can be a bit misleading. Slow living and simple living are hard work, especially if you are embracing homesteading and going back to the basics with your animals, family, food growth, and preparation. There are a lot of daily chores and tasks that have to be done to keep everyone alive. There is nothing easy about it, but we do it because it brings us joy and peace. So don't tune me out here if you live in a downtown condo or not on a farm. These concepts are the same for all of us, regardless of where you live. It's shifting to being an intentional, balanced, and joyful soul. Our society is always pushing a hustle mentality, trying to get to that next step, whether that is a degree or a job promotion. It could be making deals happen at work, hustling for material things like a new car or a lake house. At some point, we need to rest and find contentment within ourselves. When we were first married, we were hustling like no one's business. We both worked long hours for our successful careers. We were exhausted and burned out, longing for a simple lifestyle, whatever that meant. We made an intentional 180 degree shift to ditching that whole hustle mentality. I quit my fabulous job in the corporate finance world to become a stay-at-home mom. CJ found a small hobby farm just inside the city limits, and we started to breathe better, sleep better, and had days of giggles with kiddos and all the joys that come with a hobby farm. As a driven achiever type personality, I was finally able to relax and soak up the joys of basic living and focusing on my four babies. So flash forward to now, 
20 years later, these kiddos are starting to move out. My evenings and weekends are no longer filled at sporting events, cheering on the kids in the way I have my time back. I'm healthy and I want to take on the world again. It's funny how you've conquered something and then years later, you notice you slip back into old habits. This one was hustling. It's hard not to hustle when you have the time, you're healthy, and great opportunities are right in front of you. I recognized this feeling a few months back. It's hustle time because I said yes to too many things, all good things, but time-consuming things. I was beginning to lose my joy, and at least I caught it early and could recognize it right up front. You probably do the same thing I do. Each birthday I have, I always get a bit sentimental and want to look back over the year's events, the accomplishments, the trips, the family fun, and the highs and lows of the past year. I just celebrated another trip around the sun, and what an eye-opener it was doing this annual look back. No wonder I was feeling a bit bogged down from the hustle. In one year, I had launched this podcast, which is so much fun. I had completed two book manuscripts, one on the front end and one on the back, but I had completed two books in one year. I'd launched a business, the Backyard Farm Academy, and launched a new Friday Favorites newsletter. Lesson learned. All these things were fun, but I was still maintaining all of my normal responsibilities with the farm and the kids and all the things. Even if my kiddos are grown up, and don't need me like they did when they were toddlers. It was a bit much. Of course, when you come out on the happy side of a horrible health scare, when your time is freed up and great opportunities are all around you, you are tempted to take on more than you should. So here are a few tips on how to stop hustling and find your joy. They helped me, and I think they can help you too. Whether it's your birthday or not, look back a year and do an analysis. List everything that you've been doing and that you're currently doing. What stresses you out? Does it bring you joy? Does it make you money? Is it good for your family? Is it good for your soul? These are questions you want to ask yourself about each activity. Now, of course, there will be some things that you want to cut out, but you just can't because of the season in life that you're in. Look for items that are in your control that you can make decisions on. Number two, look a year ahead. Some things that you may want to ask yourself are, what have you already committed to? What's on your calendar? Of course, we always want to keep our word and commitments as much as possible, but ask yourself what moves the needle for you in your happiness, in your relationships, in your business. If something is bringing you joy and success in whatever area, it's important to you. So do more of that. Number three, cut, cut, and cut again. What is on your list that is sucking your time and your joy? Put it on the back burner and let yourself breathe. It's okay to cut some tasks out of your life for good, or maybe just a short season. Evaluate it all to find out what is worth your time. And maybe there are some things that you want to cut out, but they're important to what you're doing. 
Look at some systems. Maybe there's some batching that you can do for your business or set some things up in place that are automated. Just evaluate it and see what you can cut out and what you can put in place. Number four, stop comparing and set boundaries on social media for a bit. I take regular breaks from social media for my sanity. And when I'm on the apps, I have to be careful about consumption. I literally could scroll for six hours watching other account goat videos and garden tips and home DIYs. Nobody has time for that. Set strict boundaries for your consumption. Of course, you need to stay in the game and know what's going on in your arena, but you can do that in only a few minutes. If you notice that you're feeling bad about yourself or not good enough or jealous of someone else's vacation, home, food, or even their chicken coop, it's time for a technology break. These are also good throughout the day. Just put your phone on the charger and go take a walk or go do your work. It is okay to unfollow if something gives you bad vibes. Be choosy with what your eyes see and your ears hear. Number five. I would recommend setting boundaries for world and community news intake. I do the same thing with the daily local news. Yes, of course, we need to stay informed of our community, nation, and world events, but we don't need to be glued to the screen for hours at a time. It is a time sucker. Choose wisely on who you tune into and keep the news dose at a minimum on most days, and you will have so much more time in your day. I promise you'll be much happier as well. The same goes for other online intake, including your kid's sports team text thread, business Voxer messages that don't apply to you, LinkedIn, DMs, emails, or even your homeowners association, online forum, or Facebook group. Just don't waste valuable hours there that you could be focusing on something that brings you joy or moves the needle in your life. Number six, schedule in your joy. A date night with your spouse, coffee with your bestie, quiet time with a book, just schedule it. If you're struggling to make it happen on the fly, put it on your calendar and then you'll do it. A small amount of planning can make a huge difference in your life. If there is a fun new hobby that you are clueless about, but you're interested in, do some research on it. Find a class or resource and add it to your calendar. This one step alone will make your life full of joy and happiness. And number seven, of course, finding that centering time with God and press into your faith. I'm not talking about just sitting in the pew on Sunday morning just so you can check it off your list. Maybe it's sitting on a bench in your garden and praying for a friend or your kids or time reading the Bible. I personally start every morning with a walk or a trail hike. I cannot imagine how stressful I would be if I didn't have this time. I like to have a few minutes of quiet time just alone in nature, and then I'll turn on my Audible Bible reading app to listen to it or even a positive podcast. Getting that peace and joy from being in alignment with God is life-changing, and it helps you put the hustle in perspective. So all that to say is just be intentional with your time. The point of all these tips is for us to slow down, 
live a full and happy life while we are moving ahead, but with intentional and slow growth. Choose what fills your time and your device screen wisely. Being purposeful will allow us to stop hustling, still make progress, and enjoy life with our loved ones. Thank you for joining us today in this episode of Grace-Filled Grit. I know that your time is valuable and I truly appreciate you being here. I hope it was helpful and that you'll share it with a friend. In order to schedule amazing guests on our show, we could use some good reviews. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be honored if you could head over to the podcast app on your phone, tap the album art for the Grace-Filled Grit podcast, scroll down to the bottom of the page and write a review. I'm looking forward to our next episode and I hope you'll join us again. Blessings to you today, friend, as you live out your own grace-filled grit.